Hello everybody, welcome to Astrono's Podcast. Today we're talking about souls and soul integration and higher self-integration. So happy to have you here with us today. My name is Grace. My name is Neff. Hey everyone, I'm Mella. I'm Becca. Yay! <laughs> and so souls are, a, it's a big conversation because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like this is something that everybody knows that they have. Every being on this planet has a soul. Every, you know, even animals, trees, plants, like everything has a consciousness. And this is a very beautiful topic because it's for them. It's kind of for the most part, like for a lot of religions and for a lot of individuals on this planet sweeped under the carpet. So we're super excited to talk about it today. So what are souls? I'm just gonna quickly go through a little bit of information and we'll break off, have little chit chats. Um, So souls are individual consciousnesses from source or God. So there is God and then there are tiny pieces of God that have traveled the universe, learning new information and the soul itself the reason that it has gone on and the reason that you're here is because a piece of God has come to this planet and wanted to evolve and learn and experience itself in a unique way. So all souls have unique blueprints or missions that they want to experience. The soul will travel the universe evolving, learning and growing until it reunites with its source, God. So um a little bit of anatomy about the soul so the soul has a body like the the being has a body and so your soul your soul's body is the source of perception creativity and a hard drive for all of the unique experiences that you've had all across the universe and it's also um It's like the hard drive. So, and it's sad because we'll get into this, but we have so much information from all of the hundreds, thousands of lives that we've lived. And it's all stored away in the cellular matrix of the soul body. Because the the DNA of your soul, the D, like we have so much incredible templating gifts blueprints like magical powers like beautiful beautiful things that are kind of have been hidden from us and i feel a lot of people who are going to be watching this video and people who don't feel like they fit into this world the the piece that we're missing is the magic that we know we are and the magic that we feel that we can or that we want to connect back into. And it's it's innate to you and it's innate to everybody in this planet. <laughs> mm. 
So maybe we can start with a quick question with just for everybody. What is a gift that you believe that you have that you're wanting to unlock and bring into this this body, this, this lifetime, this experience? <laughs> anybody? Ooh. Anybody? Okay. Uh, I could talk first. So with my soul, I'm still studying my soul a lot. Like it was only about two years ago that I like really started to study multidimensionality and, and quantum work. And I'm really unraveling my soul. Our souls are huge, you know? <laughs> Most of our souls are humongous. So you've got a lot of stuff in there. But like Grace is saying, there's specific things that you would have studied before this lifetime um, to help you out during this time on Earth, during the ascension, during the transition. Um, special gifts that you've studied in other like starseed, you know, during lifetimes in starseed races, during lifetimes, you know, in other places in the universe. Um, yeah, and my soul is pretty interesting. My like, my good aspects that I'm pulling in are I studied a lot of just like, um, the higher skills that the human body is meant to have. Um, so whether that's like teleportation, um, whether that's like, yeah, like, you know, tapping into your pineal gland and being able to fly astrally, all of these like skills that we should have being able to like work with energy in this 3d reality. Um, and yeah, I'm just starting to unpack all that stuff. So, and then I studied a lot of the Ascension codes. I studied a lot of like how an Ascension looks and what we go through during an Ascension and how to pull in these higher frequencies and how to maintain stability through it, an Ascension process. Um, and that's like my Lyrian starseed side. And those are the, the codes coming through from my soul from there. So I love to work on the DNA. I love to like crack codes and, you know, like get to these higher states of living. So cool. <laughs> what about you girls? What's your superpower? Hmm. <laughs> what is my superpower i think it has something to do with i don't i think it will have something to do with us all together i don't know i feel like it has to do with my voice somehow but i'm just not sure yet yeah i have to dig a little deeper it's hard <clears throat> it's trying to unpack all of these possible gifts that you have and the possibilities are literally endless so i it's kind of interesting like thinking of things that are calling to me in my how do you say it? Z calls it our earth self, right? Our earth self is the one here right now experiencing daily life and our experiences. And in this earth self, we kind of like 
get to pull things from like our soul self that are gifts like people might say oh like you're so good at that or you're so talented at that chances are you know you might have some kind of gifts that you're pulling from something that you might have previously done before the previous Um, lifetime yeah i'm curious i definitely would love to dig into that and see where i where I came from because Neff you say Lyrian right what about you Grace what about you Grace um, I don't even know what I am <laughs> and yeah that's true too like different like I guess star races will be more um, uh, innate or they practice different things like different uh, star races have different um techniques that they are incredibly good at so I don't know I'm I've been told that I am part um Arcturian uh Syrian and then angelic I feel we're all angelic and two it's so interesting like even when we talk about gifts like I feel everybody from our group and everybody who is paving the way for the new earth, mm-hmm. for this beautiful new expansion that we're coming into, we've all been preparing just to hold space for humanity, just to hold space for people to start mm-hmm. being able to break themselves open, you know, and to be able to like have that vulnerability and that because it's painful kind of you know like it's a painful experience until you um until you get past the the point where it's like oh they they don't have any control over me i'm free you know so yeah it is a beautiful thing we all are very gifted in our own ways and as this like self-discovery goes on more and more gifts are going to be discovered about yourself which is very cool because as we're healing and opening up and holding these spaces for ourselves and then eventually going to be holding for other people as well you'll start to notice these little gifts whether it's you know just having compassion for people Mm -hmm. whether it's like being able to talk to people whether it's you know healing with like your voice whether Mm -hmm. it's tone singing um you know like there's just so many things maybe i know my gift what is it actually you made me like start to think about it i feel like you like got me on the spot and i was like what is my gift (laughs) but i don't know i feel lately when i like go into a room generally if like the mood is bad like I can turn the mood around Mm, or like when I talk to people (laughs) I feel like good leaving the conversation even if they're a stranger yeah I don't know I like like warm and welcoming to everyone yeah just to show people love or show people that you know your life matters I feel like we've been having a lot of conversations with people lately about what sorry what their dreams are and if they're if they're living that life if they're living that 
thing that's like burning passion inside of them and a lot of people are willing to open up about it and they're willing to say no like I know a hundred percent that I was living this life before so I don't know it's kind of cool I'm getting I'm getting off track now (laughs) yes Mila I a hundred percent agree you are so heart like, yeah, I was gonna say okay. you're like high angelic. Like your gift is your heart. Like, and then breaking through that space because the heart space yeah. is so shut down on this planet, and that's such an important gift to have. Like a powerful light, like Grace is saying, the more light you're shining through, the more easily people will be able to see. Like, oh, I have darkness within me. I'm not. I'm not shining light like her you know like there's something going on in here mm-hmm. and so much compa- like compassion is We're such still a working on it. trait to <laughs> be able yes. to harness and show for people mm-hmm. like all of the time absolutely mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. we are it's a practice and then yours could do with like genetics too because you love food right like healing through medicine so that's like genetic healthcare, you know all of those things yeah healing the human self man (laughs) the poor human self This podcast is now about Mila. <laughs> her her beautiful oh, gifts. I love that. Well, <laughs> you guys got me. Got me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool. <clears throat> oh, no. It's kind of cool because, like, you're going to have so many different ones, you know? And it's not something that you have to... You know, like, oh, I don't have any gifts. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I in the world? Chances are you have lots of gifts. You just, like, don't even realize what they are. You have, yeah. like, a really steady temper. In situations okay. where I might, like, whew, like, burst into flames. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> She's, she like, stable. the calm. She, yeah, so. she, I feel like oh, you're really good at holding yeah. space, Becca. Yeah. And, like... I keep grounding. You're very, you're both so earthy. I love it. Like, you're both just like stable. And I'm yeah. like, it's you, where am I? Yeah, just me like, and Grace were talking about how when we come to Italy, we'll be so happy to be around you guys all the time. Yeah. We're both like not in our bodies enough. Like, <laughs> don't want to ground here. We'll probably- we can get you guys grounded and you guys can get us flying high. Yeah. 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 How do we forget our soul if it's so important? So when the soul gets disconnected or blocked from us, we lose the ability to remember these lifetimes, our purpose, or even sometimes God. And like, even when we're talking about these gifts that everybody has, and it's like, what the fuck is my gift? Like, who, what am I? What am I doing here? You know, we... And it's such like um, a confusing, frustrating experience to have to live a life and not know your purpose or not know your source. 
Like it's it's painful. Just this, this is my own experience, and I'm sure everybody can relate. It's painful to not know your your reason. Your and you know I I understand too. Some people are like there is no reason. You're just here to be and to exist, and I respect that too. And I feel like it's the union between both of them. Mm-hmm. But to have the source of, you know, like what is my what is my being like I feel like that is a big most people come here with missions right so you feel that and you want to connect to that being of you and um the heart center is actually the place of connection between the soul and monad body and the heart center or heart chakra is directly connected to the astral okay that might be confusing hold on a second The reason I bring this up is because the astral realm is incredibly corrupt with fallen consciousnesses, phantom matrixes, and planetary miasma. Miasma is dead energy or dead light, and it's a heavy toxic barrier. So if the heart center is where the soul is able to connect to the monad body and to your being, and the heart is connected to the astral, and the astral is corrupt, then mm-hmm. there, there starts to be distorting. We lose contact with our heart. We lose contact with the soul. And anytime we try to reconnect with the soul, we're pulled into some kind of fragmented reality when we can't, like, we cannot find our direction which is supposed to be, you know, a, a pretty s- straightforward process. And um, yeah, so the astral plane is also the soul plane. And the astral plane, one thing I do want to say is that I feel that it's powerful to connect to this place if you do it in the right means in the right manners because it is uh sometimes an extremely dangerous way to to try to be you know i feel like it's just super popular in the spiritual community and i'm gonna astral project in my sleep all the time to all these places and it's like okay wait hold on where are you going? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Because there are a lot of corrupt entities. Um, this is just the truth. Phantom matrixes, planetary miasma, like it's dark in that space. So be super mindful when you go into that space and you meet Archangel Michael and he's like, I'm going to save you. Let me into your body. And you're like, okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bad. Very bad. Yeah. Never let anything into your body, first of all. So <laughs> no. You don't even think of these things, but it's such a problem, especially when um people are waking up. At least I had a problem when I was first like waking up to all this spiritual stuff. I was like I want to astral project and like leave my body and like do all this cool stuff and I was obsessed with it. I was like, you know, this is the coolest thing ever. And then we started like healing and I started to do the steps to take towards doing astral projection and 
part of the training was to literally put your body into sleep paralysis. And I don't know if any of you guys have had sleep paralysis, but the first time I had it was when the two towers went down, the World Trade Centers went down, my dad was calling me, and my body went into sleep paralysis. I could literally hear him calling my name, but I couldn't wake up. And literally beside me, I could hear something being like, Rebecca. And I was terrified. I was literally like 10 years old. And it was like this screaming like demon. Horrifying. Yeah. And like, it was demon the first time it happened. And then after that, it was like consistent of like, this would happen to me. And I would like, yeah, it happened like quite a lot. And I could never figure out like what was actually happening. Hmm. And now, like, waking up and doing all this obviously there is something that is like attached to me that is bringing me into this certain realm every time I would go into a stage of almost being able to astral project so it's very very important to heal and to know and to be very careful before you are um, doing certain things and just like trying to dive into it um, well, yeah. there's like your there's fragmentation. Like there's so many things. Also, if you're if you're going all the way up there, sometimes you know if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> How are you gonna get back down <laughs> with all of yourself intact? Anyways, mm-hmm. true. interesting to think about. <laughs> yes. Oh, good point too. And it's like, yeah, why? Okay, we're gonna like paralyze yourself, and then you're like, okay, I'm just gonna go up there, and I'm just gonna do it. It's like, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. I feel like that has to be a false light thing, like them pushing astral projecting, because it is cool, but it's not like the astral realm, like Grace is saying, around planet Earth, our astral realm is messed up demons everywhere like unless you're doing grid work and you're like have all your angelic shit online you don't need to go there like there's Mm -hmm. not really a huge reason for you to go there unless you're doing healing and saving souls and stuff like that yeah so yeah it's the same thing with the pineal one right like everyone's like oh i just want it to open so bad and then like some people will get it open like through whatever um and then they'll go psychotic because they can't handle the like the you know dark realms that are around us that they were not prepared for that's why your pineal gland only opens at a certain point usually for most people when you're ready mm-hmm. you don't want to force those mm-hmm. i think also it's important enough when you're talking about um because i mean once while the people that we're speaking with right now i'm sure you're on a kind of journey that we're we're on right now the discovery so you know (laughs) one day you're doing a wild meditation and you're sleeping and you see a demon in your dreams it's okay like you don't have to be terrified we're not saying these things to scare you these people they're just beings that need love so i think that it's important just to say you know just show them love i love you so much i'm sorry you're in pain like what can i do for you how can i help you and usually even just showing these beings love 
makes makes them just kind of go away and that's my experience i don't know like it's probably the same for you guys but they just kind of because the they yeah they only have power if you're in fear that's how they're they're there that's how they're feeding off of you that's their only means Mm -hmm. boo Boom, I'm gonna get like I'm scaring you and you're supposed to well, yeah. not, you're just low boo grace. No. Seriously <laughs> <laughs> a lot Horrible of time. Imaging. But, but yeah, like for me and my journey too, guys, like it took a bit. Like it wasn't until probably the last like six months where I'm actually facing like the dark mother and really like gross entities like that. And I'm just like looking at them through eyes of love. And I'm at a point where they just look so silly. Like they look so silly that I'm like, oh my God, you look ridiculous, but I love you. Like here, like Melania's <laughs> saying, send them the love. But yeah, you have to wait till you get to that point where you you don't get like shocked or have a reaction until you're neutral. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Don't go wild and too hard. Okay, guys? <laughs> Work safe. Um, so another thing that often happens with the soul is that people will experience soul fragmentation. And this is from the disconnection from our soul. And when the, the disconnection becomes too strong in this incredibly dense world, we can experience soul fragmentation. And this essentially means part of your soul will get lost in an experience, a traumatic experience, an alternate dimension. If you go into the, what you know, like Mila said, make sure you come back with all of your pieces. Or even lifetimes where you've had very traumatic experiences. A part of your soul that cannot handle it because we are so disconnected from God and ourself when the soul experiences this, it it sometimes just a little piece of the, you know, a little piece of you will get lost in this space. But we always have the power to become whole. This is not like, oh, it's gone. You know, you're just, you're not whole. Every, like, you can get it back. And this is part of the healing work. Um, when we experience fragmentation, Um, You can imagine what this does to your experience on this planet. The soul is so incredibly important to your consciousness, your being. So physically, what it feels like when you have soul fragmentation, like everybody does. I have a lot of soul fragmentation, I know. Um, But when it gets really bad or you have like a big piece of it missing, you can experience psychotic breaks schizophrenia, insanity, and other experiences of split consciousness. Um, In the astral, it can be jumbled messages of dreamy, disconnected fantasy images, impressions, astral delusions, or other fragmented experiences. So that's pretty common for quite a few people or people on the planet. so all that being said, all of that wonderful information that we shared. <laughs> so how do we call in our higher self and work on bringing our soul into our bodies? Because another thing is that most people, your soul doesn't, 
Z was talking about this. Your soul doesn't fully land into your body naturally anymore, right? No, because of how we're born. It's like most people have so much trauma, like the soul doesn't even integrate. That's Mm -hmm. why we're so disconnected on this planet, yeah. So we, like, over your lifetime, you have to continuously um, pull it in and anchor it into your body. And then once it's fully anchored, you will be able to experience complete love and unionship with Source, God, um, and yourself. So how do we do this? So here are a couple steps that... um, I believe, we believe can be helpful in in assisting you. So the first is to acknowledge. So higher self-integration truly starts with courage and acknowledging the truth. We cannot heal if we are blinded by ego, deception, or the comfort of staying where we are, which is just a part of the healing journey. You know, you're struggling in a situation. You have to fully decide with courage that you're going to move out of the situation and start the healing process so second start healing when we start the healing process in our energetic body we are always or in our energetic bodies we're always shown what needs healing what needs to be seen and where we're fragmented um hurt or deeply wounded in the um energetic bodies or in your auric field your light body field there will be spaces in your field where you will feel like beings are able to very easily come into your space and this can also be a part of where you are fragmented or where a part of you has left and left this huge open wound or open space for all of these negative experiences to come in so when you start working in your field and feeling these spaces and feeling where you are trapped or stagnant or blocked you can start being like oh and then you can feel into it and over time maybe even see past lifetimes where you had a very traumatic experience and start pulling um, and healing through that third embody so I we're going to share a couple practices that we all like to do to help assist us in fully integrating the soul back into the being. And one process that I have been shown by my guides and just innately came through for me was the practice of um, pulling in the sensation, the experience of my higher self, the being that I am pulling it into my body and allowing myself to feel that liberation, that freedom, that love, the creational energy, um, all of the values, the morals, the perspectives, the behaviors that this being wants to, to act out on this planet. And when I do this, the light so easily casts like light all over me and I can see where the density is like it's so obvious once you have that light inside or you can feel the sensations you can feel the darkness quite easily and the darkness too is nothing to be like oh shameful darkness you know it's just parts of us that we need to acknowledge and nourish um 
So that's a practice that I like to do. And I also believe that this pulls in a lot of my angelic and starseed DNA when I fully connect into that being and I pull it in and I just allow her to be like, Ooh, here I am, like floating all of her beautiful energy through me. So yeah, what are your guys' experiences or um, practices in integrating your soul? Do you girls want to go first? Oh, okay, well, I... No, you go first. Okay, or do you want to go first, babe? Sure. Yeah, you um, go first. So for me, when I'm meditating, <clears throat> I'll always remember my brother telling me that when he was meditating, sometimes when he would finish, he'd feel like kind of like lightheaded and like, um, like he wasn't completely there. Um, so when I meditate, I like to pull my body, like my soul back into my body and like feel that it's there and all of it's there with me. Um, so that I've like completed the trip fully. It's kind of, I don't know, it's like a process to go into meditation, set up the space, feel safe, and mm -hmm. then to safely exit out of meditation as well is very important to me. Um, for higher soul integration, for me, I have really just started talking with my higher self not that long ago. Um, the main thing for me is to quiet my mind and listen mm -hmm. and just be open to the space and to not ask too many questions and just be silent and wait for a response is like what really um, helps me in, in that. So, yeah. It's really hard sometimes to not right <laughs> that's me guys i'm like talking to my heart so I'm, like blabbering yeah, on it's really hard sometimes you know <laughs> something to say all the time yeah. <laughs> today i i just reached this insane like my heart is usually really full when I'm speaking to like someone I love, but I would I told you guys today the meditation that I did today it was wild. So what was he doing? <laughs> he was he was talking about the tree of life and like just just like connecting in with Mother Earth. I think that's what it is for me. That's the easiest way for me to do it. Um, when I'm able to fully connect in with like Mother Earth, I feel okay. That is what makes me feel most loved and most safe and protected in that space. And I feel like that's when it happens for me, when I'm able to actually feel that love that's coming in. I don't know. I pull it in from a few different places. But like Mother Earth is one of them. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. 100% powerful. Yeah, because you can really open up. Yeah, you were saying like in your meditation today that you had to like become the tree of life and become like <laughs> rooted to the ground as the tree because the tree of life is in front. We won't explain that all on this podcast, but it is one of the systems that you learn about multi multidimensionally. 
And mm-hmm. that brings me into, so when you start this journey, like, I think a lot of people, like, the, like, there's the, there's the, you know, like, false, like, communities out there, and they are, like, barely scratching the surface, okay? They teach you, yeah, some of the stuff and what source is like and stuff like that, but multidimensionality is, like, a huge field. Like, there is so much to study within these realms, like we're talking about, um... So it's a process, like we're saying, and there's so much to learn. It's actually really fun, right? Because it's like it never, it's never boring, right? Like we're always learning about a new body. You know, you have many bodies within your soul. We can work it with all of those, heal all of those simultaneously. Um, and you can learn about all the realms, all of your guides, you know, that are with you all the time, all of this stuff. It's so beautiful, but it is a journey. Like, take it really slow. It's not just about like, oh, I have a soul. Okay. Like, and now I'm just going to pull it in and not learn about all of the things that it's made up of. Um, you know, cause it's not as easy as just like, yeah pulling in whatever you know what I mean you need to like study your soul for sure so that's my first piece of advice and then for me um I really love connecting so you guys will learn about this maybe later with this channel but we have an avatar body we have a reshik body okay a reshik sun sorry within your avatar body and for some reason ever since last summer i'm just like obsessed with it like i just connect with it all the time i'm like um when i do my wound healing like this is my process for how i pull it in is i first do the wound healing which we've taught already and you guys can connect with us and join astrana regeneration if you want to learn how to do wound healing and multi-dimensional healing because we need to clear those dark spaces out first. And then that's when you can connect with your avatar body, with your Rishik sun. And if you like tap into it just for a sec right now, like feel where your Rishik sun is, it's like so bright, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Pull that all the way down through the crown into all of those areas that you had just cleared out and bring that online fully bring your avatar bodies templating online in your physical body in all of your bodies and down to the physical body and this like frequency like your avatar body is like such a pure version of you that it's just like if you can bring that on in human form like (laughs) eventually um you're gonna be an angelic like incarnate you know what i mean so um that's my best process as well as yeah talking to my higher self all the time Um, so I like highly recommend learning how to, what your higher self feels like, what your soul frequency feels like. So a great way we do that is the soul star is six inches above your head. That's your soul star chakra. Um, just move up into your soul star chakra with intention and feel its frequency. So you can get to know your soul's frequency. Okay, because it's really important you get to know your specific, unique soul frequency. 
Um, and then you'll learn how to, like, when you go to talk to your higher self and soul, you'll know when it's talking to you because you can feel the frequency that's coming and you know it's not your human thought, like your human's frequency. You'll know it's, oh, my soul just talked to me. Wow. So that takes a bit to learn, but uh, that's definitely what like I first learned when I was like connecting with myself and my guides like learning who was who, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. That's beautiful. It's so funny too. Like I think another another thing is like we are so used to being around so many people all the time. It's hard to know yourself. Yes. <laughs> fully. Like we're like, you know, a lot of the time it's like monkey see monkey do. Like we just kind of like oh, this person's doing that, I'll do that too. This person like we take on each other's stuff which is in some ways beautiful but I think yeah like getting to know yourself and that frequency is incredibly powerful mm -hmm. for bringing it in and <laughs> loving it's so it. important so yeah important. and guys just remember like um I think we as a strano learned this in the last like year of our healing journeys so the healing is like, I don't know if I'd say 50-50, but, you know, some ratio like that. Like, it's 50% clearing the wounds, and then, but if people aren't, like, anchoring in and, like, we're saying, bringing in those high frequencies of the soul, like, that's a big part of the healing game, too. So you want to have both of those almost balancing each other out. Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, just before, does that, uh, yeah, let me show this first. Just before, will they be able to see So that is the energetic body, a little bit of it. That's, so the first one's the incarnate. Um, I don't want to yell into the mic, but the yeah, first yeah, one's okay. soul. This is in the astral, as you can see. This is just a little diagram so you guys can see. This is the soul in the third, I think it's, is it fourth, fifth, sixth, rather? So the astral's in there. And then monad, and then the avatar, like Neff was saying, is at the very top. Just a little diagram. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Does anybody have... Any final comments? Things they want to say? Mm. Feeling good? Yeah, feels good. We're definitely going to talk more, guys, because uh, we'll talk lots more about the different bodies, the different layers, the different dimensions. Uh, we just re really wanted to touch on soul integration in general lightly today, but like we're saying, there's so much that we can unpack. Um, so we're here for you guys through that journey mm -hmm. and just know that, yeah, just stick around and we'll keep learning all this stuff, all the multidimensional stuff for sure. Yeah. And if anything, hopefully this was a means of you being like, Oh yeah, I'm a unique, beautiful piece of God. Just like that simple remembrance. Unlock it, you know, remember. So 
Thank you guys so much for connecting with us, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.